Mr. Luke Clayton, summertime. I've been really busy doing some things for the Dallas Fire Club DSC and the DSC Foundation. And you got to slip away and go fishing. I am jealous because uh, you got to go way up north. I stayed where it was 100 degrees, and I suspect it was just a little bit cooler up there where you guys were. It was a lot cooler, Larry, and the, la- the last, day of, <laughs> last day of the fishing trip, a cool front. It was already very nice. It was on about the 60th parallel is where we were, you know. Right. Our, so our, our latitude, I should say. Yeah, 60 degrees up there. Uh, closer to the North Pole than it is to Texas, that's for sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, so the last day, it was every day would get, uh, we'd start out, it'd be maybe 60-something degrees and get up to in the 70s. But the last day of our fishing trip, we were at Tazan Lake. And you can, I'd like our friends to go to tazanlake.com, T-A-Z-I-N. Right. And uh, Bar- uh, Barry Prawl and, and Trevor Montgomery are joint owners. of It's a, it's a world-class lake trout fishery, uh, 50, 65-pounders. Uh, that's what people, one reason people go there. But uh, the last day uh, I was out there fishing with, uh, with actually with Trevor Montgomery, and uh, we had to leave the next day uh, after right. that fishing trip. And he says, you know, I feel a little change in the air. And I said, well, it's just nice. He said, something's there's a cold front, a cool front. He said, this is our first fall cool front. I said, fall? Whoa. Oh, <laughs> love it. Oh. But it uh, it did. It got, I know it got down. Well, it was chilly. I mean, we had our light jackets on and rain, a little rain come in. But right. he, he said, you know, this would be a great time for some pike chowder. Have you ever had any pike chowder, Luke? And I said, nope. I've eaten clam chowder, and, yeah. you know, I've had probably lobster in chowder. He says, well, pike chowder, he said, you're, if you like chowder, you're going to like it. Let's catch three pike, he says, and uh, eater size, you know, and uh, and let's go back to camp. And he said, this good, cool weather is just ideal for chowder. <laughs> so we oh, we my. did that, and he uh, he filleted them there at the boat, you know. He got got this little board he lays out, and he turned those pike into some chowder material. Got inside and cubed up a bunch of potatoes and onions and carrots and all uh, the and corn, you know, and it, it, it to, uh, tomato paste to make the chowder and butter and cream, and I mean it was so it it was a fall meal in what we would call the middle of summer, Larry. Sure was tasty, man, you know? I, I can imagine it was. And, and and they'd use a tomato base more than they yeah. do a, a milk or cream base. There, well, they had they? the milk and cream. Yeah, they had milk and cream in it, but they had the tomato flavor, too. And the chowders that I have had in the past were strictly white. You know, there was right. no, yeah, there was yeah. no. But exactly. this had a, oh, it was, I mean, I'm going to make some. I quizzed them and. Watched them uh, make it. It's very simple. I mean, the the, the big trick to it, uh, the cubed up the potatoes and used half of them and let them cook down and kind of make a thicker, yeah. you know, a, a thicker, thicken things up. And but the last part of the, the potatoes were put in later, so they would hold together. You know, right? But, oh my yeah. goodness, that's yeah. Well, tell me what what I know that you like. I know that you have a passion for northern pike, so there's no question as to whether or not you got to fish for northern pike because oh, I know boy. that you did, and you just mentioned it too. But, I, I could uh, go, I could go up there, yes, and and just just fish for pike. But yeah, uh, 
the 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 mo the big draw there is the giant lake trout, and by giant I mean forty to sixty five pounders. But you know, sometimes like a big deer, you might get one right off the bat, or you might have to fish a, a while to get that big bite. And, For that size of fish, yeah. Y- yes, sir. And and there was people from all over up there that came for that big bite to catch it and they all caught caught them a big uh, lake trout but and i spent a little time by a little probably a total of six hours something like that you know right it, but it didn't take me long i like i like the well i like the pike <laughs> and i like <laughs> I the like, action and i like the action you know i like i like to catch fish by God. yeah right right <laughs> and i told i had no qualms i said you know this is a draw for many many anglers but uh Man, I sure would like to get in a bunch of fish. So, uh, the the chef they have a chef that he's he oh he's cooked and he's he's a culinary culinary chef up there in Saskatoon somewhere. But um, uh, Steve Driver, Chef Steve, yes sir, and he loves to fish too. So I, it was my idea. I said I didn't you know I didn't want to be uh, overbearing or push. I said no, would it not be possible? Exactly. Yeah, would it be possible for us to? catch some eater sized lake trout and and you show me how you brine them and let's there's an old smoker out behind the lodge there that's been there for years you had your what they call airtight which is just a stove a heater right wood stove that's down in the ground with a connecting uh, uh, stove pipe that goes up to a vertical smoker right a, a right. unit up there and it's old and he says, I'd already eyed it up, you know. He said, oh, yeah, I smoke uh, uh, trout quite often. So we, Jeff and I actually fished with him, and he had a ball. He was a, a great fly fisherman, a great fly. He could handle that fly rod. And then we were using spinning um, spinning gear, you know. Right. But we caught plenty, a bunch of, uh, I say a bunch, we kept about six, six or eight uh, lake trout that, you know, five pounders, something like that. And and he had a special brine that he made and and brined them for two days, in the in the cold water there, you know, Larry. And uh, we built a fire. Uh, I got up early that morning and got the fire going. And uh, he had one of the guides cut a bunch of alder wood. And alder, I had never eaten smoke. Well, I probably had eaten smoked yeah, fish. Yeah, I, I bet you have. Yes. Just, but I'd never been privy to it. You know, alder wood. But right. uh, oh, that that alder gave it such a good smoke flavor, and smoked it about six hours, and we laid that out there. The chef did, you know, before dinner, and people just scarfed it down. I'll tell you. Oh my they, God, that sounds like said. I'm sorry, I missed that one. I'm going to be in on the next one. <laughs> you bet. Excuse me. Yeah, it was just. Uh, it was a fun deal, and and uh, you know, uh, have have you ever encountered a, a wild lynx, Larry, in your you travels? You know, I, I have. I spent a fair amount of time hunting up north, particularly in years past, all along the north, you know, all across the north. Yeah, I have seen many tracks. I have seen numerous hides. I have never that I knew. You know, I saw an animal or two. I couldn't couldn't identify just because I just saw movement of it. But to my knowledge, I've never seen a live lynx. That's what the people uh, uh, up there they say a lynx is is very secretive and, and oh I, gosh, we yeah. had one that put on a display for us, Larry. We were fishing the first day up there with uh, with Barry Prawl, one of the owners, and right. we caught a bunch of 
pike and and and, and normal sized lake trout. And Barry looked up right down up the shoreline and he says, "What is that up there?" And I thought I'd focused on what he was looking at, but I hadn't. I was watching a rock or something up there, you know. And and he and Jeff both spotted it, and and uh, we got a little closer and a little closer. And all of a sudden, this thing jumps in the lake, Larry. And I always thought cats did not like water, but house cats don't. But I found out that lynx do. And uh, it was a lynx, a full-grown lynx. I will be darned. And we, by then we were within 50 yards of the shore of the lynx. But he uh, made a little semicircle, just paddled around. And then, then he spotted us, and he took off to the back to the swimming back to the bank. And I'm gonna tell you, lynx can cover some ground quick. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he hit the ground running, and I, I had my camera on auto uh, oh, shooting, and it was just bam, bam, bam. I was shooting a bunch of pictures of that 300 millimeter lens, and one of the shots caught him, and he was jumping from uh, up to a rock ledge, and it caught him in midair. Oh you know? Oh my goodness! And uh, I, I was just—it was just amazing. And Jeff. Uh, for our TV show uh, on Carbon TV, you know, a Sportsman's right. Life, he exactly. he got the whole yeah. got him on uh, running, got him in action. So, yeah, that was that was probably. Uh, oh my goodness! I just felt pretty lucky to one time in that area and actually see one. You know, absolutely. I know people who lived their entire lives up there that were not trappers. You know, they trap them every once in a while, but uh, who spent their entire lives up in the north and never ever have seen a lynx. It's amazing, Larry. That, I tell you. that is so. It is truly amazing. So a trip up up to a place like that, it's on the 60th uh, latitude. You know, it's and I mean, it's closer right. to the North Pole than it way closer than back here to Texas where we live. Yeah, but uh, yeah, people that's up there, it's it's. You, I was all about soaking in the whole everything absolutely that's the way to do it yeah you get to see so much uh and experience so much different so many different things there was a uh, there was a k i went in uh one of the guides there uh uh kent uh he said i'd like to if y'all would like to do just a little climbing uh up one of the pretty mountain little mountains in that area he said we'll we'll take i want to show you a gold mine uh, we did. We didn't have. To, it wasn't that bad a climb. It's kind of rocky, you know. But went up right. there to the mouth of a of a gold mine that that was that was actually. I don't know if they shot that with dynamite or if they there was an old steam engine still up there. I oh think maybe they bored or used it the hydraulics right. or something. I don't know how it worked, yeah. but yeah, and went back in there about oh seventy. I'm gonna guess seventy yards, and it made a T. The, the old mine did. It just looks like it was chiseled out of solid rock. And uh, after about 50 yards, it was permafrost back in there. It, everything was frozen, you know. Uh, it was back up in a mountain is what it was. But ice <laughs> it had, to oh, be, yeah, had to be careful where you walked, you know. But walked on the way out of there, Larry, and found an old pan. Uh, it's not like people are just... Nobody goes up there, but found an old miner's pan that they used to pan the gold with. Left it, cool. left it right there, you know. Absolutely, that was the way to do it. Just got to admire, it, take a picture of it, tell a story about it later. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, Larry, you have a uh, uh, antelope hunt, a one-shot antelope hunt coming up soon, don't you? 
I, I do. It's it's in September, yeah. and we'll I, let's, we'll talk about that at another time. Yeah. But you, you mentioned big fish uh-huh. in, in terms of you know sixty pound lake trout. Well, my next trip is I'm going to go back. Actually, in this issue of July and August of Sporting Classic, I've got an article called "The Gar Hole." And I'm going back to gar fishing uh, there on the Trinity River with with Chris Moody with uh, gar fishing addictions here in a day or two after we've recorded this with Corey Mason, who is the executive director of DSC and the DSC Foundation. And we're going to go fish for some big alligator gar. Well, I know you caught some nice ones last year when you were down there, you know? We, we did. I took my daughter, Teresa, last time, and this time Corey and I are going to go. And uh, we're going to also be filming it for the, the, our uh, Sportsman's Life as well, too. We've got Brandon Houston coming along just, just to film for us. But, you know, there's some absolutely monster gar. There was a report of a gar earlier this year that may have been close to 300 pounds that was caught there. But, uh, you know, about stories go sometimes. You don't know whether to believe them or not, but supposedly a guy had caught one and and released it, but I know that uh, Chris and his guys, they've caught several of them in that seven foot and even a little bit bigger, you know, kind of range here as late. So uh, I kind of, you, you turned me on to Chris with a, uh, about all this some time ago, but then we we went with him on a, uh, uh, a crappie fishing trip and caught absolutely monster crappies. And, and then uh, my daughter and I went and fished and we both caught, you know, gar over six, right at six, over six feet long so i'm really excited about this hopefully Corey and i can get into it you know people can read about it and of course they can, uh, they can read about it in sporting classic this year right now yeah, yeah. also they'll be able to watch the whole thing again on uh, a sportsman's life well that'll be that'll be exciting and maybe you'll get hopefully get one bigger than last year you know <laughs> absolutely and if i do and then like i say next time we've got the one shot antelope i've got an antelope hunt coming up in new mexico here in august uh-huh. and uh then the one-shot antelope hunt, which has been going on since about 1940 up at Lander, Wyoming, been invited to it this year, and uh, I am that, that's an invitation I've, I have dreamed about for years and years and years. So absolutely, we'll, we'll spend a little time talking about antelope hunting next time. Well, I, I, I'm anxious to hear that, and I know you're anxious to go. Well, I can't Eric, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about out of time, I guess, for today's show, but uh, folks can uh, – you know, on the website there, we'll we'll post some pictures, maybe a picture of the of the links and a, and a big old bull moose that I saw, and maybe a fish oh or two. <laughs> I, I like that. 